Welcome to The Rant. I'm your host, Herman James, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the DIY electric bikes. Today's show is brought to you by GoDaddy. Buy your own domain name, build your site, or use any of GoDaddy's business tools and save 30% at www.trygodaddy.com forward slash the rant. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. I really appreciate all the sharing uh, you've been doing for the show. It's actually been able to make this show grow, and I say it every week, and that's because every week the numbers for the show just get bigger. We're about to break our own record from last month uh, for downloads, for first-time downloads, I should say. Um, By the time this show airs, We'll have already broke over 2,000 downloads, which is huge for this show from a startup from nothing to having that go so far so fast for us this month. So thank you to everyone tuning in. Thank you for everyone sharing. Thank you to the No Phony Podcast Network as well. Everyone on there has been great support being able to be on the nophonynetwork.com website and featured podcast on there. It's really helped blow up this more so than I think I ever imagined it would as quickly as I have. Um, yeah, I think that's where I'm going to go for alone. Uh, as the intro said, today I want to talk about another DIY project. Uh, we all know that I do DIY things all the time. Whether they're good, bad, and different, whether I know what the fuck I'm doing or not, it really doesn't matter. I'm still going to do it. Uh, I YouTube the shit of everything, and you know I just take a risk. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing out there is to just not be afraid to just take a risk. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, there's a chance you're going to fail, but you're going to learn while you're doing it. So why not? What's the harm in failing? You don't learn unless you try. Uh, On this episode, I'm going to talk about my introduction to building an electric bike. Now, the reason I'm doing this is... Not so much for health reasons, even though that is a big part of it, but more because I hate sitting in traffic and it's costing me money to sit in traffic. Um, I'd say it all the time. My commute is ridiculous. I do a uh, about 15 mile commute each way to and from my nine to five. That takes me around 45 minutes to an hour. 15, one five miles. It's ridiculous. Um, I can bike ride. Last time I did it, I did about a 12-mile bike ride. took me about an hour. A little excessive. I'm not in the best of shape right now. I'm still fit enough to be okay, but not for biking. I, I just can't do it. not that quick yet. I'm working on it. But I thought, what's the best way of being able to get around and do it efficiently? Biking gets me to and from where I need to be. Uh, in Sacramento, there's tons of bike paths and trails, things you can go on, which is nice. Uh, cities you're located at, hopefully you have them around. I'm sure you do. Most places have them. Uh, but it actually is pretty well centrally located to where I'm at and easy to get to and takes me off the street. So I don't have to worry about traffic and cars and asshole idiot drivers texting and all that kind of crap. So it's a nicety for me. Now, there's a little bit of a, a hiccup for me. In terms of building a DIY electric bike, the main thing is that I've never built a bike before. I've ridden them. I buy them pre-done. I had, before I started this, two bikes. I had an electric bike when I was younger and in college. 
And um, oh, for the beer for today, no craft beers today. Uh, no sponsors. Uh, won't take it for this episode. So we're going back to my favorite, my go-to. So we got uh, the Corona tonight. Um, I've never built anything. I've never done like major repairs when it comes to bikes. I ride them. I can fix a tire, put a chain back on, that kind of a deal. So when it comes to things like that, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with what I've got. Now, building a bike or putting a bike together doesn't seem like it's going to be that hard. And honestly, from what I've done so far, it really hasn't been, which is nice. Um, we'll get into that a little bit further into the episode. But again, people that are uncomfortable with doing things for the first time, the DIYs, the repairs, the builds, uh, whatever it might be, I understand that. I get that. I'm that way too. But this shouldn't be that hard. But who knows? Maybe I'll find something that was more difficult than I imagined it to be. Um, but to get back to the why, when I have to spend about 45 minutes a day sitting in traffic to do 15 miles, it's excessive. Um, it's a lot of work. It's a strain on the environment and I'm not a hippie, but I do want to help any way, shape or form that I can do it. Uh, and I think that sitting in traffic for that long and just watching the smoke come out of exhaust, it's just... It's bad. I saw Captain Planet when I was a kid, loved it, and I feel like I'm hurting the environment more than I'm helping anything. And really, where, where am I going quickly? I'm not, I'm not getting anywhere. So the idea of not having to sit in fucking bumper-to-bumper traffic, going nowhere, maxing out at maybe 25, 30 miles an hour to get to work to just sit there all fucking day is ridiculous. I fill up my car once a week for gas to travel to and from work. So that right there on average costs me about $45 a week. So we're looking at about 180 bucks a month just to drive to work and back. It's excessive. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of wear and tear on cars. That's a lot of just pissed off time spent in a car because people are shitty drivers. They're fucking texting. They don't know how to merge, change lanes, control speed, follow people. It just... It's not hard to drive normal, but people take it out of their own, take time out of their own day to just drive bad. Like they purposefully do things to distract them or drive like fucking assholes, which annoys me because I'm not a bad driver, but you make me aggravated because you can't do the right thing. And then you get mad at me. Then I've got to get defensive and then it's a back and forth thing. And then I'm going to get like a fucking, what is it? Cattle catcher. Those uh, pointed things on the front of trains. I'm going to put them in front of my Subaru and drive off the fucking road because that's where you belong off the road. So in examining ways of trying to figure out what's the best way for me to get out of my car, save some money, help save the environment, looking at kind of ideas of how to do this. So in Sacramento, we have a large, I guess the best way of putting it, public transportation system. It's not efficient and it's not good, but it's large. They do have light rail that goes to the outskirts of the town. It doesn't cut you through the middle of the city. It doesn't get you to the malls or the airport, which are where those should be going, but they figured, nah, fuck it, we're not going to do those. They built an arena in Midtown or Downtown, whatever you want to call it, depending on where you are. If you live in Sacramento, it's Midtown, Downtown, who the fuck cares? But they built that around where the light rail system was going. So it gets you there. They were actually building it to Arco Arena out toward the airport to get people out there to increase the amount of traffic that can get there. But once the uh, King's owners decided to move 
and build an arena in downtown Sacramento, they stopped building out the light rail to the fucking airport. Like, what the fuck? Who does not want to use a train that doesn't have a car renting a car to get into the center of the city? Every major city with a massive airport has that ability. Sacramento does not. They said, fuck it. We don't need it. Not going to do it. And they haven't fulfilled that in, I don't even know when the fucking light rail was done, but I've been here for, oh, 15 years or so now. And still, can't even get to the airport. Have to take a fucking shuttle or an Uber or a taxi or ask a friend or whatever you want to do to get to the airport because you can't take the fucking train, which is fucking stupid. Now, I also can't take the light rail to my job. Because to get to the light rail from my house, it's about two or three miles, which isn't that much. I could bike ride to the light rail on a regular bike, get on the train during rush hour, take that down to another light rail, and then get on that light rail, take that to another station, take it on a train to get to another light rail to get to work. Like, that would be what I would have to do, and I'd have to leave two, two and a half hours before work starts to take public transportation to get there. Yeah, two, two and a half hours. That's fucking ridiculous. It would take me longer to do that than it would to just bike ride to work. My slow ass to bike ride there would be faster. I would be covered in fucking sweaty ass clothes, dripping sweat, and just stinky from just being a sweating fucking dude. And my office doesn't have a gym, so I, I can't shower. So now I'm going to do like a hobo shower in the bathroom, doing some like baby wipes, some shit, and trying to clean myself off in some sort of way and bring deodorant with me and all this other shit. That's ridiculous. It's just not something that's there. And then to top it off, I'm not in bike riding shape. So now by the time it's time to leave, I got to ride that 15 miles back home. It's going to take me another two hours to get back home. I'm going to be cramped up and sore and it's it's not going to be easy for me to do. But I'll have to do it. So those ideas came into play in just having to do public transportation and trying to figure out how to get to work and trying to be better on the environment and save money and save wear and tear on my cars. And it, it doesn't pan out. It doesn't work out well for me. And the end-all, be-all goal is to get to work where I work in an office, but I work in a cubicle in an office. So I'm stuck at a desk all day, where for 9, 10 hours, I'm sitting there. I don't do anything except for my job. There's no movement, mobility, getting out, exercising. There's just nothing. I'm in an enclosed office, no sunlight, no vitamin D, nothing that's good coming for me. So I got fluorescent lighting, and now I'm getting angry because I'm sitting there, and it's pissing me off thinking about it. Like, I hate being stuck inside. I hate being at a desk. It's not fun for me. I think a lot of people can actually relate to that. And I think a lot of people don't like that idea either. Now, you may like the work environment and your coworkers or friends that are there. And that's fantastic because that's able to distract and detract from what's really going on there in your job and making things a little bit better and more fun. And that is amazing. But the reality for me is I am spending 45 minutes in a car to spend 9 to 10 hours at a desk, at a seat, to spend another 45 minutes to go back home. So we're looking at almost 12 hours in a day, just sitting down, doing nothing. 
Now, on my lunch breaks, I do take a two, two and a half mile walk. Yeah, I'm like the old ladies that walk around the office and shit like that. I get it. But that's what I do because I need to get exercise and some mobility, move my joints, move things out, and just be out of the office, be in the sunlight. I don't care if it's 110 or if it's 60 degrees or if it's raining. I still go. There's a parking garage in my facility that if it's raining, I actually walk around the parking garage and have a nice overhang that kind of keeps me dry, but I'm still going to do it because I have to get out. So all things combined, shitty commute to work that angers me, sitting at work all day that angers me, shitty commute coming home from work that angers me. Uh, Yeah, I'm an angry guy when it comes to this stuff. I'm happy outside of all that, but all of that, and then I come home. And then I take care of the puppies, I cook, I clean, I prep up for the podcast, I do marketing, I do production, editing, and everything else for this show, which I love doing, but that's that's the day. That's kind of spent. And I'm still stuck in the idea of where do I get my exercise in. Now, don't get me wrong, I do running when I can, and biking, and repairs, and fun stuff, swimming when it's nice out, so I do all that kind of stuff as well, but I like to take parts of my life and exchange one thing for another so I get exercise. Um, This is the idea of when you've always heard, if you work in an office and you are on the second, third, or fourth floor, take the stairs, don't take the elevator. I do it all the time. I think I've taken the elevator in my office once, maybe twice. Take the stairs every day, all day, all the time. Um, because why not? It, it's something I can do. It's something that gives me a little bit more of a healthy lifestyle and helps me feel better about myself for doing it. So the conclusion I came to was go back to an electric bike. I had one in college. It was a heavy fucking beast. Batteries on it alone Weighed, I want to say, like 25 or 30 pounds a piece. I had two. The bike was like 110 pounds. It was a heavy beast. And I used to commute from Midtown to my house. And that was about 12, 13 miles. And I could do that in about 45 minutes. And that's going up some extreme hills and taking uh, some scenic routes to stay out of uh, main traffic. So... I was able to do that, and I was in very good shape at the time, so I figured if I can do that again, I would be able to do that from home to work. 45 minutes would be a good time for me to be able to do. If I'm able to do a 12-mile ride by myself with no pedal assist in an hour, a pedal assist would easily give me that ability. So I started examining things, taking a look at everything, and finding out what the cost of things are, thinking, this is great, I'm going to do this. Until I find out that cheap electric bikes that are pre-built go anywhere from $1,500 to $6,000. $6,000. My first six cars didn't cost that much. Fuck, even combined, that might have been about the cost of all of them. Now, granted, I sold them for more than that, but that's what I'm able to do. But I just can't fathom the idea of paying that much for a fucking bicycle. So I won't. I'm not going to. I didn't. So what I did instead is uh, I looked at the apps. The Offer Up is my favorite app right now. Um, if you haven't been on there yet, get on that shit. It's great. It's quick. 
It's uh, just the thumbnails. You can see the pictures. Click what you want. You can search. Uh, you can do it by destination. So however f- far you want it to come up from your house or distance-wise in a radius from your house, it's great. It works out fantastic well. And I like Facebook Marketplace. Um, those are the two that I go to all the time. I used to love Craigslist back in the day. Don't do it so much anymore. I look at some cars on there, but not much. Um, I also do like the Nextdoor app. The Nextdoor app is nice because you can find people in the same area as you and same things that they're not listing on other sites. So those are my three go-tos. And I was looking for things and looking to buy uh, pre-done DIY kits on bikes, looking for just the motors, trying to find everything I could physically find and pick up for a reasonable price. And I started seeing a lot of Huffesians, Schwins, things like that that you can get at uh, Walmart or wherever you guys get your stuff. I was say Kmart. I almost said Kmart. Uh, and I don't think Kmart exists anymore for anywhere. But um, it's a quick like $85 bike. People get off there and then they buy a cheap DIY kit off of eBay or Amazon. And then they just put things together on the bike and then sell it. But I saw a lot of them came without a battery. Or came without a charger, or both. Uh, and I was curious as to why. Like, I honestly assume that lithium-ion batteries, which I think everything comes with now, were just maybe bad, or didn't work, or they need new ones, and I uh, thought maybe they're just expensive and didn't want to deal with any more shipping, or whatever it might be. I didn't know that the lithium-ion batteries were more expensive than the DIY kits. More expensive. Uh, you can get... Uh, a really shitty, cheap Chinese knockoff off eBay or Amazon for the bike hub, which is a motor inside the wheel, and get the whole setup for everything for like 90 bucks. And the battery for that, 250 to $600. It costs more than the setup costs. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So, quick just jump in and submergence of finding out what all this is about and what everything does with it and who to get the best things from and how to get it to work. Videos after videos after videos all on YouTube. I've learned that I can build them for cheaper either out of a kit to get together either on eBay or Amazon or by buying the individual parts themselves. And so I've started doing that now. So what I have done now is on the OfferUp app, I actually found a hub. It's a rear tire. So what that means is the motor is inside the rim that goes into the rear that is attached to, I believe it's called the cassette, the spikes for the chain. So when everything's all going, that will spin everything and it's a pedal assist. So when you pedal, it goes quicker or you do like I do, you just don't put the pedal assist sensor on there, so you can go all motor. Um, so I found that for dirt cheap. And the guy that had that said I was going to get the bike in front rim for free to go with it, because he didn't want it. Cool. That works out well for me, because I was going to be looking at buying another either cheap knockoff or something that extent to just build it outright. So now I've got everything that's needed as a base. I've got a frame, I've got the two rims, and I've got the hub motor. 
No, I have no clue if this works. I still don't know if this works to this day. I haven't got everything in yet, and we'll get to that. But as for right now, I now have the setup that needs to be built to. And it costs me really nothing at this point, I think. I'm all in everything for about $20 for the bike and for the wheel, for everything. So dirt cheap to get into. And then all I did was research the actual hub. So this one is an old one, looks to be probably 10 years old or so. So I'm hoping it still works. I don't see why it wouldn't. I've seen older ones still working perfectly fine. So the idea for this is I've got the setup for it. The battery that would have come with it, um, if I were to buy the kind of replacement on that, if it were still available and it's not anymore because this is kind of an out-of-date system, it would be $600 battery. $600 for a battery. So I said, fuck that. Not doing that shit. So I found out the wattage of the wheel and that's how much power you get out of it. This one's uh, 350 so I found out what the compatible batteries volts were and the ohms out of it or whatever it would be. So I found a th- it's going to be a 36 volt. Now, I did some research on YouTube and some forums and they were talking a little bit about the bigger the voltage of the battery, the more power you can get out of it. Now, that would scare me because if the hub, the motor is only built to be able to sustain a certain amount of power, you could burn it out. So on this initial build, I'm kind of sticking with trying to stay within those same parameters. So that's kind of where I started out with. I've got everything. It's going to have to go together. The guy, when he gave me the rims and the bike, they didn't have the nuts on them that have to lock them into the actual bike itself. So I have a slew of those and I'll take care of doing that. Probably put some Loctite on them and put some uh, tensioners on there so that they don't undo themselves when you're riding. Um, which I saw was also another big thing is they have these lock, uh, lock nuts on there and these brackets that can bend around the frame to make sure that the bolts don't come back. And it seems like a smart idea. It's logical. I'm going to probably just use some Loctite. These aren't going to come off anytime soon. And if they do, uh, a good pry bar and maybe some PB Buster, and you're, you're done. Um, I'll look at putting on the locking uh, mechanism as well, and we'll see how it works out. But again, for 25 bucks or 20 bucks, whatever it was that I picked us up for, it's a good base to start with, seeing as the motors themselves, the wheels, are coming in at around 90, and that's just by itself. So when I start out with 20 bucks, 25 bucks, Shit, even up to 50, it's still a savings for me. Um, I think it's a, it's a good start to go. Do you want to start getting paid for listening to podcasts, especially The Rant? I know you do. It's free money and why not do it? Download the PodCoin app. It's free for Androids or iPhones. Use the code The Rant to get 300 points right off the bat for downloading the app. You can turn the points into free gift cards for Starbucks, Target, and a whole bunch of other things. Things are added every day for doing what you're already doing, listening to podcasts. Download the PodCoin app or check out thehermanjames.com for links. And don't forget to use the promo code THERANT for your free 300 points. So now I've 
got the bike. I figured out the specs on the motor and I have decided on the route I was going to go for the battery. So at this point, now I'm looking to find out what else I'm going to need for this build. I look at specifically the ECU or the computer module, controller, whatever you want to call it for this one. Uh, I need the specific one for 36 volt, 350 watts and uh, make it consistent at that point so that it's going to run uh, direct power for what I want. Now, in learning what these are doing, a lot of these come with every wire you need possible on it, which is great because they also tell you what wires go to where, how, and who, and the connectors, all this kind of stuff. So that's fantastic. So now I'm looking at the videos for the e-bikes, look at the kits that come that are super expensive, and then looking at what they are set up for, I now know what I needed to get. So off of the controller, it said it had... This setup for the throttle. Great. Need a throttle. So I didn't want to get the, well, I did actually want to get the motorcycle throttle, the rip, grip and rip it. But the problem is I couldn't find a cheap one. And that's the goal for this build is a cheap, great bike. Uh, I couldn't find a cheap one that was going to give me the actual um, fuel levels or battery levels so I could see the indication of when I was in run out of battery life or how kind of close it was, even it's an indication. And on the one I had in college, it had the actual throttle that you had for the motorcycle. So the grip and rip, like I like to say, and it had just the three lights full, half empty. And even on empty, you still had battery life, but you, you were getting to that point where you were going to really run out of fuel. So the ones that were throttles didn't have that same ability now there were kits that were great that come either with the controller or come with the whole hub setup that have a heads-up lcd display which were great told you the ohms you were pulling told you the voltage told you the ins out told you your uh, speed told you everything that was great but those are no more expensive than what i was trying to do here so i found Two of the actual controllers that I would want to have. The exact same ones. Literally the exact same thing. One was $10 cheaper on Amazon than the other. Literally no difference. The exact same make, model, serial number, everything. So I got the cheaper one. Uh, I think it was like 15 bucks. So got that one. That's in. And then like I said, I looked at where the wires go off to. So the throttle didn't come with the one I wanted. So it did have a thumb throttle, which I am interested to see how it's going to work. I did pick it up. It was, uh, I think it was like nine bucks. So it's a thumb throttle, but it has that green, yellow, red for me. So I can see the indication of where the battery life is on it, which is awesome. Um, I don't know how well the hand kind of thumb positioning is going to work out well. I have it set up and uh, take a look at the uh, social media posts. I do have a picture up on there already, kind of uh, looking at how the handlebars are set up with uh, the things on there already. Uh, so check out Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Those are the main ones are on. I am on MySpace still. I have to update that a little bit more. Um, and even uh, check out thehermanjames.com. 
once this kind of posts, I'll also have everything in the episodes tab. Episodes are going to have the full transcriptions done by Otter. And I'm also got pictures up on the main page to kind of show you everything that I've got, how I'm progressing with this build and how it's performing. So you'll see everything on there. And as of uh, this post, it's not done yet. Uh, we'll get to why, but it, I'm still working on it and eventually we'll get done uh, because I really want to. So now that I've got the throttle in, I'm good to go. So I'm looking at what else is on there and um, it's got the brake motor kill. So I'm thinking to myself, fuck it, I don't need that. Like I'll just let go of the thumb and it should be fine, right? Well, it should in theory, but I kind of double guessed myself and thought, well, fuck it, I'll do it. So I bought a new brake setup. Um, just the handles at this point. So when you pull the brake lever, it sends a signal down to the controller. The controller kills the battery automatically. So even if my thumb's all the way down, boom, it kills the motor and it just coasts them in pedal assist. Well, the brake also will lock up the brake. So it just, there's no longer any motor going on there. I figured that's a good idea to have. It's a smart thing to do. So I, I pulled the trigger on that one. And I think that was 12 bucks. And they're uh, Shimano handles. So, uh, they're supposed to be good, but Shimano has like shitty things too. So, I mean, it really just depends on what you're going to get, but tons of reviews on Amazon. Cause I do look at hello reviews on Amazon. I do throw out the lows, throw out the highs. Cause the fucking low ones are typically some piece of shit. Oh, it came dented at delivery. Fuck these guys. No, it's not the fucking production company or Amazon's fault that UPS or the fucking prime delivery guy or USPS fucked up the delivery. That's nothing to do with the product or the production or the sale. It has everything to do with the delivery. Fucking give the delivery company a bad review, not the product. Come on, people, get better at yourself. So I've got that now set up. Uh, in terms of everything I need to run this, that is the bare minimum, I think, that's going to be required to have a functioning, safe-ish bike. Now, when it came to location for buying the battery, they have them on Amazon for 250 to 400 bucks for this voltage and everything that runs for this kind of a setup. Now, that's excessive. I don't want to pay that. I had a goal for the bike and I have a budget for the bike and I want to stay under that budget. So I went to the website, I think it's Bionics, B-I-O-N-X is the brand for the hub. So I went to their website and then for the products, click that products tab and it shot me over to some third party company that either bought the side or whomever it was and talked to them about the battery. They didn't have the batteries, so they sent me to Alibaba. Um, I've heard of it. I've never really ordered things off of there. The father-in-law's son orders stuff off of there all the time, loves it, has a great time with it. And I've heard great things about it on different forums and things around the world. I mean, it's, it's a global marketer and it things, it's like an Amazon for non-Americans, but, um, ordered a battery off of there. The battery that I want off of there cost 80 bucks with free shipping. Fucking great. That's the highest dollar amount. It was like 70 bucks. I think about it. Um, that was the highest cost for 
anything on the build. It was the battery. And in the research, I knew that's what it was going to be. I knew it was going to cost more to have that battery. But this is the first time I've ever built this. This is the first time I've ever taken any attempt at doing this. And the connectors aren't the same to go through. The wires are going to be the same. So I'll be doing some electrical cutting and soldering and butt connectors and things like that to figure everything out. But I'll get it done. And then I already have a gas two-stroke engine and old beach cruiser in my garage that I got for free that I was looking at building. Still going to build it. I'm missing um, an exhaust and a spark plug on it. I think I'm also missing like the throttle and some handlebar stuff, but the engine itself, I think I'm only missing those two items. Again, never built it either. Got it for free. Want to build it. So I'm going to take the uh, case off the back of that. There's a little shelf that you have like saddlebags to go onto. I'll put it onto this bike. Actually, I'm going to debate this. I don't know if I'm going to put it on the frame for the battery. If I put the battery on the saddlebags on the back and kind of get an actual saddlebag for it. But we'll figure that out when it comes to it. So now I've ordered everything. The problem with ordering off of Alibaba is, uh, man, I wonder if that's going to get me weird on like some terrorists because I'm talking Alibaba on here. It shouldn't, but it's America. So listening, goddamn Patriot Act. But um, it takes at least 30 days or so to get my shipped battery from China to the States. You can sail around the globe quicker than that. We have people that are going to go to fucking Mars before that shit gets here. Not really, I know. But, um, yeah, that, that's stupid. How it's going to take that long to get here, it's fucking ridiculous. So, until then, I will be building the bike up to make it better. It came with a brake setup on there that is lackluster at best. Um, the cable doesn't really pull tight enough to engage the brakes. The front doesn't even have brakes on it. There's a cable fucking laying there. So I've ordered some uh, front and back. I think they're called V brakes because uh, they don't connect to the top. So the cord kind of pulls them together and separates them apart or whatever it is. Again, I don't know anything about this kind of stuff. This is all new for me too. So we'll be learning together. So I've got those coming in from Amazon. Those are $15. And then uh, I bought large cable to go in there and it comes with coding and everything. So that was another like 20 bucks. So those were unexpected items by that I didn't plan on doing. But I'd rather have a good safe setup for breaks than just wing it. So those are coming in. And then the next thing I'll have to do is get the front tube and tire put on the rim check the back rim i haven't checked that one yet either to see if the uh tube inside that's going to be uh holding up any air and if not get a new tube for the rear uh and then get the mounting bolts for the sides of those um other than that that would be a functioning bike oh that's not true i lied um the bike also didn't have a chain so now I am going to order a chain from Amazon as well. I think it's like 18 bucks again uh, for 166 links. I don't, I don't know how big it is. It's an inch a link. So 166 inches. You do the math for the feet wise on that a little more than 10 feet. Um, I'll figure out exactly how to get that set up with the master link on there and redo that setup for it. 
And then I also will take that same chain and do a link setup for the gas powered bike because I think I'm about four links too short to have that back wheel put into place on that one. So one chain, two bikes, it's going to be a great fucking deal. It's going to be awesome. So now that'll be there. Hopefully the next two or three weeks, I'll be able to get the battery in from China. I'll be able to hook the connections up all together, zip tight everything, clean and tight, and put it all together on this electric bike and take it out for a spin. Um, It's not the bike I want, but it's the bike I got. So I'm going to use it to the best of my ability. Now, what I mean by that is 350 is not the size of the engine I wanted. It should be with my weight, 6'1", 220 pounds, should be able to get me around 18, 20 miles an hour if I'm lucky going downhill, maybe 24 miles an hour, which seems pretty good. But the one I really want is 1,000. I think it's 1,000 watts, whatever. Um, And that one should get me up to about 30 miles an hour. Uh, If you're familiar with bike laws and rules and all bullshit, I think over 20 miles an hour on the street in most cities in the United States requires a license. Uh, Maybe it's 30. Who knows? A motorcycle license to be specific. Uh, I'm not doing that. I don't have that. Uh, On the bike paths, there's limit two. I think it can't go up more than 15 or 20 miles an hour. Fuck that too. I'll be on there super early in the morning with just like the legitimate hardcore bikers. So bikers, bicyclists. Um, So they'll probably get pissed off at me. And I was under the idea that it was illegal to have any motorized vehicles on the bike path. It says that right on the signs. However, the past law here in uh, 2016, electric bikes are allowed. So I will now be able to go on there, not feel like I have to hide it from any sort of rangers or police to get a ticket for being out there and trying to be semi-earth conscious and environmental and all kind of bullshit. Um, so that's the goal. Um, I'll get this one on here. I'll see how well it goes. If I can get this thing up to 20, 24 miles an hour, I'll be super happy with it. And then I'm going to sell this bitch. Um, that's right. So when it's up, it's good to go. If you guys see this up on thehermanjames.com and, um, shit, you know what? We'll probably put a video, uh, like a drive by on there of how it's working out. Uh, if you want it, let me know. We'll have it listed as well. I'll put a price up there for it at the time. Uh, it'll be significantly, significantly less than what it costs to buy these things built brand new because built brand new, like I said, 1500 to $6,000. This is going to be for sale for, I think we came up with about $600. Uh, for all the parts, components, and everything. And because the frame that it's on alone, the guy didn't know what he had, and it's a specialized frame, and it is super nice. It's going to make this bike ride rigid. Uh, it's not going to have like the off-road capability and the shocks that most people look to do when they're doing off-roading. It's on a fucking bike path in the city. I'm not worried about that, so it, it's going to be nice. Real good. Uh, the motor is going to be a low-pro motor. Uh, the, uh, excuse me, the controller, the motors in the wheel. So you don't really see it anyway. It's a low pro controller. That's going to be, I think it's about, a uh, five inches long 
about three inches wide and about an inch and a half, two inches uh, thick. And that'll be uh, bolted to the frame or zip tied to the frame. The battery is about the same size. Uh, again, that's going to be either to the frame or to the back. It's going to be fantastic. And the fact that I'll be able to ride this thing to and from work, I can charge the night before. Uh, it takes about seven hours to charge full charge. And then it should be able to get up to, I think, 20 miles. And that's just pedal. That's not even with assisting. Straight motor will get me 20 miles. And uh, 20 miles at 20 miles an hour. Fantastic. Um, so that should be able to get me to and from work perfectly fine. I'll get to work, plug in at work, use their electricity to charge it, come back home. That's going to save me a fuck ton of money in gas. No, it's not going to be something I'm going to be able to do every day. It's going to be ridiculous to be able to do. But I won't be super sweaty at work. I won't be super tired. I won't be just all out, just beat because I'll have a pedal assist. It's something that's going to help me out. Or I can just go full fucking motor if I'm that lazy for it, which is nice. The reason for the motor is because it takes so much effort for me to get up these steep-ass hills. They're just killers. So if I have the assist to go through that, I can just cruise to work. The breeze out there would be nice. Sacramento, it's going to get to about 110, 115 mile, uh, degrees, not miles an hour, uh, degrees here. Pretty soon, we've already had a 105, 107 day um, before summer even hit. So the goal is for me to be able to do that. And if I can get this bike to work for me and I do it one week out of the month, that saves me 40 to $45. So you figure... If I'm able to ride to and from work, and if it costs me $300 to build this bike, that's 10 weeks that I can do, and that would break even on this. Yeah, that sounds like a lot, but when the weather's nice, it's not bad. And you break even because now I've put the money and the time into it, and it's going to be nice. And it's something I think we should all look into doing. It's something that's going to be helpful for the world to do because we're just sucking things out of the environment and global warming is a thing. And it's just all around bad for us to just sit in traffic with everyone in their own car. Um, It's going to be a fun thing to try. I recommend everyone check it out and check out the website, thehermanjames.com. Stick with me on this build. It's new to me. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm figuring out as I go along. You can figure it out with me. And uh, there's going to be a picture of everything going up. You'll see all the parts, all the components, everything I'm doing for it. Um, once it's all said and done, I'll have a uh, post on thehermanjames.com. I'll have a listing of everything I purchased for this particular build. And you'll have a link to getting everything from it, from the Alibaba website to the uh, Groupon. Not Groupon, what am I thinking of? The um, offer up picture and tab for it, the Facebook uh, products or uh, marketplace listing, as well as the Amazon things. Like I'll show you everything I've done, everything I've purchased things for, the full price for all of it. You'll see everything out there. So you can do it too. Um, just recycle old stuff in a new. And it helps the environment. It helps you. I'm not a hippie again. I'm not for all that kind of stuff. But I am for recycling. And I'm, I am for being cheap. And getting the best possible product for doing things cheap. Again, so far I've got 80% of what I need to build this bike. 
I'm still waiting on a few items to come in, mainly that battery. If I had that battery, I'd already uh, tried this out and seeing if it worked and then kind of button things up. But I'm working on it. Stick with me. Stay tuned because it's going to get done and it's going to be done soon and you're going to want it. Hey, maybe you're going to want the bike. Who knows? As I talked about earlier in this episode, we have a public transportation system that is lacking. We pay taxes and fees that go toward public transportation and the fucking roads. We then get more taxes imposed upon us and our gasoline in order to pay for more paving of roads, cleaning of roads, public transportation, and all this other bullshit we're supposed to be able to have, yet none of it gets fucking done. Misappropriated funds were already happening before the taxes went into place. That fucking old ex-governor fucking Davis put out there, and now we're fucking still paying higher gas than anyone in this fucking country. Our roads are still shit. Traffic is fucking miserable. Public transportation is a fucking joke, and there's a good chance you're gonna get fucking robbed when you get on there because they can't protect you for shit. So what the fuck is the point of having public transportation and more taxes? Oh, that's right. You want to increase the cost of public transportation for the people that are taking it to save money and the environment because they don't want to pay for parking near their jobs because it's an hourly fucking parking rate. Or they don't want to pay for gas and maintenance on their cars because it's fucking extremely painful to drive your car to work. So you are taxing and penalizing everyone in this fucking system, you shitty fucking government. There's nothing you're doing that's helping anyone for doing this. This is why people like myself are looking to find alternative routes to get around you, around the bureaucracy, and around the bullshit you put out there. So for people that are trying to have electric bikes on fucking bike paths and fucking river trails, you then pass law that says, you can't do that shit. Only regular power this and that on there. Manpower. Fuck you. You don't want us on the fucking road in the first place. You want everyone to follow the same fucking rules, pay the same fucking taxes, same fucking fees, and then raise them everywhere so you can line your own fucking pockets and have your own private fucking cars and fucking airplanes and raise around everything. That's why the fucking government in Sacramento have their own goddamn DMV in the capital. Yeah, they did. If you didn't do it, check it out on the fucking internet. You'll find out. Just Google it. Sacramento private DMV. You'll see it on there. You fucks have screwed everyone else over so you can line your pockets. Look the people to push you to pass law to allow for electric fucking bikes on a bike path so people could take that fucking route to go to work and feel safe and not feel like they get fucking run over on the road by shitty drivers on goddamn cell phones because everyone's stuck in fucking gridlock because you can't fix the fucking roads and then the fucking people that are trying to ride bikes to get around everyone they're gonna get fucking run over because People aren't paying attention. They're swerving off the roads to get around people. They're looking at the goddamn cell phones, lock up their fucking brakes, and then they hit the guy on the side of the road because why? They're not paying attention, and the guy in front of them hit a fucking pothole and had a goddamn blowout because you're supposed to fix the road, fucking government. This is what you do. That's why you raise fucking taxes. This is why you're charging us so much, isn't it? Oh, it's not to pay for your fucking hookers and pay for the bullshit you want to do behind closed doors so that the rest of us can pay your fucking salary and pay for your fucking dinners to Morton's and pay for the bullshit you want to do. Meanwhile, we have to drive 
fucking older cars are getting fucked up on the road then we sue the city for the fucked up puddle you make it go for a fucking year maybe two until we get reimbursed who the fucking wait that long to get their tires fucking repaired to get their rims replaced rims that's thousands of dollars for rims and god forbid you drive an all-wheel drive vehicle and you blow a tire that can't be re- fucking paired because now you have to replace all four tires the government doesn't give a fuck So we have to find ways around the government. We have to find ways that we can get through to them to give us our money back and use the money that I've taken to do the right things, appropriate the funds properly. Because you're not doing it now, you haven't done it in the past, you're not going to do it in the future. So until then, we're going to go around you. We're going to do what we need to do to make ourselves better and do better by it. Unfortunately, not everyone thinks that same fucking way. Because most of you fucks listen to nothing and don't care about anyone else either. You're also the same people on the fucking road in traffic not maintaining speed. Look at your goddamn cell phones. Look at the one car on the side of the road that has no reason at all for you to be gawking at, slamming on your brakes, and causing the traffic. It's because of people like you that cause traffic for people like me in the morning. Keep your eyes up on the road. Keep your fucking phones down and look ahead. Don't look around. Don't fucking sit there reading your fucking text message or look at your goddamn Facebook or trying to take selfies on fucking Instagram and Snapchat. I don't know how many of you motherfuckers I see on Instagram that are driving while taking videos. Put the fucking phone down. Drive the fucking car. Do what you're supposed to do so I don't have to spend more money out of my fucking pocket to be able to get to work on time. You piece of shit might not care about your job, your responsibilities, things that you do because you're just in traffic anyway. You're the fucking reason for the traffic. If people weren't doing the shit you were doing, there wouldn't be traffic. The look you lose, the shitty mergers. You didn't learn how to drive as a fucking teenager and now you have a cell phone driving a 3,000 fucking pound killing machine and you don't deserve to be there. You're the one trying to fucking... Do what you want to do on your cell phones because you can't wait 20 fucking minutes. You're the ones killing fucking people in your cars and running over the bikers. Put your shit down. Make the government pay for the things that we're paying them to do. And government, do your fucking job so we don't have to rise up against you. looks like that's all the time i've got for this episode today again i want to thank you for tuning in thank you for sharing please continue to share check out podcoin if you want to get your free gift cards from listening to the rant i'm getting them you should get them too don't forget to check out my friends at the no phony podcast network that's the no phony network.com don't forget those drunken Irish guys on the East Coast. Shots for likes. Shotsforlikes.com for you as well. And don't forget to check out thehermanjames.com. Thehermanjames.com has everything you could ever want or need for this podcast. You're going to have previous episodes, the locations, subscriptions to any of the platforms we're on, as well as the transcriptions in there, links to products that we use on this podcast or some of the favorite ones I like doesn't mean I'm getting paid for them because I'm not 
I just want to make sure everyone sees the same thing I'm putting out there. You're also going to want to keep in touch and subscribe to the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, Instagram, and YouTube. You're going to find all the products that we use on there, find behind the scenes content, pictures, and you're going to check this bike out when it's done. Thanks for tuning in, and I can't wait to be near yours next time.